0: Of you who don't know me I'm Chris Hatton I'm one of the pastors here at, the, at Ashford Vineyard it's Easter Sunday and um, we've, I've just been reminiscing in preparing for this morning about how the warehouse looked over those the last couple of years when we've had Easter Sunday services here and there's been balloons, there's been life there's been vibrancy we've been celebrating people get getting baptized we've been celebrating the resurrection together with the kids all all in this place and just I just keep picturing the joy and the the colour and all of that involved in that. And as I was preparing for this morning, Vicky, my dear wife, gave me some words of wisdom that basically said, make sure you bring some joy into what you're saying this morning. So here's something I prepared earlier just to set the scene and the tone. Woo! (laughs) Got another one as well. There we go. Celebration, it's Easter Sunday, it's Resurrection Sunday, here we go. I'm so grateful for the fact that we could be celebrating this together as a church across Ashford and beyond as well. Right, I'm just going to pray. Father God, I thank you for, for what you did for us in sending your son, Jesus, who this morning we're celebrating has risen from the dead and that the tomb was found empty. Thank you for what that means for us. And I just pray right now that people in their lounges, kitchens, gardens, wherever they are, would just catch a different glimpse of of you this morning. Something new, something exciting, something that builds them up and, and inspires them. Yeah, take the words I say and just filter them down to what you want to say to people this morning, Father. You're a good God and we love you. Thank you. Amen. What a time we're living in. What an absolutely interesting, amazing time. Amidst the social media onslaught, I've seen a few people who've been listing the, the the kind of the things that have been happening, the the fact that the Prime Minister was in hospital, the fact we're in lockdown, all of those bits and pieces on their Facebook statuses so that when Facebook does what it does and reminds you of it a year, two years, five years later, that it pops up to remind them the time that they've been living in and what's been going on it's a bit like a virtual time capsule i guess and then preparing for this morning a verse came to mind and it's it does the rounds a little bit within within church circles and it's it's just a phrase that it says we're here for such a time as this and that that phrase is actually taken from um, the old testament it's it's spoken over a uh, Uh, A young uh, an orphan a Jewish orphan called Esther who um, ends up marrying uh, the king of Persia and I'm not going to go into the whole story now you'll find it in the book of Esther in the first half of the Bible in the Old Testament but her position and the authority that she finds herself in enables her to to speak into the to speak to the king that she's married to and prevent um a disaster to the Jewish people and prevent them all being, being killed. And she's encouraged, before she does that act, by the words, you're here for such a time as this. And I believe that's a call on all of us here. All of us that know, that know him. It's no accident that we are where we are at, at the moment in what's going on across the world and across, across Ashford and across the country with lockdown and coronavirus. It's no accident that you live in the street you live in, that you're having interactions with the people you are, that we've had the connections that we have with Ashford Borough Council as a church now. And we're getting to meet hundreds of people coming into this warehouse every day to come and get food, and we're building networks and connections there. God's placed us here for that, and it's no accident. It's for such a time as this that we're here. So where does Easter and the resurrection story fit into this? I want to tell you this morning that the resurrection changes everything and continues to change everything moving forward as well. Jesus who died on the cross, took the beating and punishment he did, as we remembered on Good Friday, then rose again, defeated death, and once he's risen, that changes everything. He won a resounding victory over darkness, sickness, coronavirus, mental health, And C.S. Lewis, who wrote The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, amongst the other Narnia books, also wrote some other books as well, one of which called Miracles. And in that he says this. He is the pioneer, he being Jesus, is the pioneer of life. He has forced open a door that has been locked since the death of the first man. He has met, fought and beaten the king of death. Everything is different because he has done so. The resurrection changed things and continues to change everything now as well. And we're so, we're so privileged and honoured that we don't just get to live in that moment on that Sunday, on that third day when Jesus rose again, but that affects everything from then beyond into where we're living and the situations that we find ourselves in now. So how did that matter? How, how has that worked? I wonder if you're asking yourself. Well, when God originally created the world and man, he did so in his own image. He breathed life into them and, admiring his creation, he walked around with them. He said, that's good. That's perfect. A loving father, he loved spending time with his children in the garden. He loved spending time in their space and with them. There was nothing to worry about, no fear, no sickness. Adam and Eve had full access to everything. They have the keys to the garden and God's creation, as he handed them permission and responsibility to look after it. I remember being a teenager when I was first given the keys to my parents' house, and the responsibility that comes with that, and the sense of pride and acknowledgement that comes with that. I could let anyone in and out of the house that I wanted. I wasn't dependent on them anymore. And there's a sense of privilege and honour that comes with that, and God gave that to Adam and Eve in that moment in in the creation when everything was perfect. And that's right at the beginning of Genesis, if you want to read about that, Genesis 1 to 3 is where all of this happens. However, in a moment of of weakness, Adam and Eve end up having to give those keys up as they're tempted to eat the forbidden fruit in in an attempt to gain power and, and knowledge and become like God. And because of this, Very I'm kind of breaking this down very quickly for you, but because of this, they have to give up the keys that God had given them. They lose the keys, they give them over to someone else. And in that moment, sin, sickness and other bad stuff enters the world. They have to give up the keys because they give them over to someone else. But that is when God's plan kicks in, as he's longing to get people back to him to... To, to, for people to be reunited with him as a father and be able to connect with them again with his children. And so fast forward many years, he sends his son, Jesus, to come and reclaim what was lost. Jesus ends up becoming the sacrifice that's required to reunite God the Father with his children. And as he died on that cross on Good Friday, he then has to bear the penalty for sin. And as he does that, and then moves towards his resurrection, he defeats death, he defeats all the sickness and everything that's gone that's now in the world. And he goes and he gets those keys back. He claims them back, he claims the keys to the kingdom back. He even tells the disciples that he's gonna do it in the book of Matthew, earlier on when he's alive. He says, I'm getting you the keys to the kingdom which is God's rule and reign and God's way of doing things. So in Jesus' resurrection, he comes back, pretty much dangling the keys going, I've got those back. And that's the the truth that we live in today because of the resurrection. In that moment, God's God's people have free access to him. Like unlike ever before. And after that, Jesus actually, um, before he he ascends to heaven, he goes and spends some time with the disciples. And in the uh, book of John, which is one of the stories about Jesus's life, it says this, this is the evening after Jesus has risen from the dead, so Easter Sunday evening, if you will. That evening, the disciples gathered together. And because they were afraid of reprisals from the Jewish leaders, they had locked the doors to the place where they met. But suddenly Jesus appeared among them and said, "'Peace to you.' Then he showed them the wounds on his hands and his side, and they were overjoyed to see the Lord with their own eyes. Jesus repeated his greeting, "'Peace to you.' And he told them, "'Just as the Father has sent me, I am now sending you.' Then taking a deep breath, he blew on them and said, "'Receive the Holy Spirit.' I sent you to preach the forgiveness of sins and people's sins will be forgiven. So Jesus not only goes and gets the keys to the kingdom back, he comes back, spends time with his disciples and then breathes on them, com- commissions them to go out and do the same thing, sends them out to work with, with him and what the father's doing, to do the same, to, to tell others about the fact that he's died and risen again. To proclaim the forgiveness of their sins. All with peace on them. He says peace to you. As he does that as well. And he breathes the Holy Spirit on them. Sending them out to go and do this. And that same commission, that same blessing, that same breath of the Holy Spirit lives on us now. As we accept Jesus into our lives, we celebrate what he's done. The Holy Spirit comes and dwells and lives within us. Enabling us. To go and bring healing and bring that same power of resurrection that Jesus that Jesus did. So what does that look like for us in Ashford or wherever you're watching this now? If you know the Father and you know Jesus and are in a relationship with him and what he's done, I believe this becomes a rally cry for us to stand up in this time and be ambassadors for God's kingdom. People who carry... His, his way of doing things, his rule and reign with us wherever we go, wherever we find ourselves at the moment. And Paul talks about that in one of his letters to the Corinthians, which is one of the churches, to one of the areas where he planted churches after Jesus' resurrection. And what a time it is indeed, a time for us to stand and be counted and live lives reflecting that We're living in in this world on behalf of another. Jesus' resurrection changed everything as he fought for us and won. Everything Jesus took to the cross, including sickness, including COVID-19, including the mental health issues, including loneliness, all of that, we now have the keys of authority back. And we can take a stand against these things and declare against them in Jesus' name. And as we ask, as believers, people who know him, as we ask God to show us the power of resurrection. For me, that then turns into a prayer of longing, not just to do what Jesus did, but to be more like him as well. And that's what I think he's calling us to in this time such as this. Whereas we find ourselves in lockdown at the moment. He's calling us to something more, something beautiful, something amazing. So let's stand up and be counted in that. And if you don't know him yet, I want to offer you an invitation. Father God would have done the same in sending his son Jesus if it were just for you. There is hope, life and love in a relationship with him. I was speaking to someone I know this week who wouldn't call themselves a Christian, who doesn't know. And they were almost on the point of crying whilst talking about the fear that was holding them at the moment. And I felt so privileged in that, whilst comforting her, that I I have fears. I definitely have fears. I worry about my my parents and everything else going on at the moment. But I I don't let them settle because I know I've got a father that's bigger than any of that. I don't let them settle in my gut. So if you want to know the. the the peace, the the hope that comes with a relationship with him, then I encourage you this morning, in a minute I'm gonna pray a prayer and I encourage you to pray that with me. A friend of mine put on Facebook this week that I love it when people get to meet their rescuer, the fireman that pulled them from the blaze, the bone marrow donor that provided a second chance, or the humble old man that risked his life to rescue children during the war. And then there's Jesus who didn't just risk his life, but willingly gave it up, suffering betrayal and abandonment from friends, injustice from the religious leaders, and hideous cruelty from the political authorities. How much more beautiful is it to meet our rescuer in that way? And if you want to do that this morning, he's there, he's waiting for you. Just encourage you, where you are right now, Do you want to pray this prayer, If you want to give your life to Jesus and just acknowledge who he is and start a relationship with him, then please just close your eyes, whatever you want to do, to to help you focus. Just pray this with me now. Jesus, thank you that you know me and you love me. Thank you for dying on the cross just for me. Come into my life and fill me with your Holy Spirit. And be with me forever. Show me what the power of the resurrection looks like in my life. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer this morning for the first time, then we'd love to hear from you. Congratulations. Please, um, you can email info at Ashford Vineyard, or you can um, even phone say a little prayer this evening between 4 and 10. Someone would love to speak with you and pray with you about that. I just want to just want to end by reminding us that we're living a life that's post Easter Sunday. We live in a world that's post Easter Sunday. As believers and people that know Jesus, we carry the resurrection power inside of us. We carry all authority. We carry the keys to the kingdom inside of us. The resurrection changed everything and continues to change everything now as well. So wherever you are, look after yourselves and keep praying for you keep praying blessing on you that you would know who you are and what authority you carry in this time amen thanks for listening to our podcast today and we hope you enjoyed it for more information visit AshfordVineyard.org, or maybe drop into something if you're nearby in the meantime have a great week and know just how loved you are